1: Your Xfinity Home security system can't walk the dog, but it can tell you what he does while you're not around. And it can't stop your kids from sneaking out either. But it can let you choose what real-time security alerts you receive. So you're always in control. No matter what you're doing around the house, Xfinity Home can help with a new way to customize your home security. And it was named the best professionally installed home security system by CNET. Click, call 1-800-XFINITY or demo in your local Xfinity store today. Xfinity Home. Simple, easy, awesome. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. The N-O-L-E-D oled display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve, too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
0: I'm Brian Goldfinger of Goldfinger Injury Lawyers. Accidents happen, and when they do, you'll want a lawyer who will stand up to the insurance company and fight for your rights. In case of emergency, have this name in your back pocket. Goldfinger. Brian Goldfinger. Visit goldfingerlaw.com and get us working for you. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Reaction Podcast. I'm your host, William Lou. I'm speaking to you live, actually, from the Air Canada Center or whatever, Scotiabank Arena, um, after the Toronto Raptors dispatched the New York Knicks by a score of 128 to 112 on Saturday night. I, I think the one thing that, uh, I mean, look, it's not a very, you know, you could have predicted this result coming into the game. Like, you would have thought the Raptors, if they came out and gave... <laughs> you know, even decent effort for a half, they would, you know, walk away with the win. And they did. The Knicks are just terrible. They're just not a very good team. Um, especially with Chris is out. Um, and uh Yeah, I mean, look, you know, there's nothing really remarkable about this win, but I, I think if you take a look at the bigger picture, it is very impressive that the Raptors have not fallen prey to any of these trap games. You know, this is a classic trap game. The Raptors coming off a four-game Western Conference road trip um, you know, the last game was played on Wednesday against Sacramento about 10 p.m. The game started Eastern time. It ends like well past midnight. They don't, probably don't get back home into Toronto until very, very late. I mean, it's like a four-hour flight to Sa- Sacramento at least, and they probably don't wrap up everything and get on the plane until like 1 a.m. So you can imagine. They're getting home really late, uh, and, you know, you add on top of the fact that This is a Knicks team that's not very good, so they're probably not going to be too motivated, too amped up to play them. And uh, it's also a 3 p.m. start. So all all the excuses are there. You know, like if the Raptors had lost, you know, I think Nick Nurse would be on that podium talking about how, well, you know, the team just wasn't prepared today and we got to do a better job with that, blah, 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 blah. Except they didn't have to because they they were prepared. I think um, two things really have played into this part. The Raptors have just, first off you know, gotten all these wins, like all these trap games, you know, that jazz back-to-back in Utah, whatever, like they won that game. They win the second half, the back-to-back against Washington as well. Like all these so-called trap games they've they've done pretty well in. But uh, I think you could really chalk it down to two things. I think one, um, I think Nick Nurse has done a really good job calling timeouts and just, you know, getting this team prepared and energized. Like even after halftime, the Raptors starters were really sluggish. The Raptors starters were really sluggish to start the game too. They didn't get their first basket until Danny Green hit a three plus seven minutes, uh, you know, at the seven-minute mark. But, you know, the Raptors starters come out slow in the second half. Uh, Nick's going on a 10-4 run to open the first two quarter, uh, first two minutes. And, uh, you know, Nick Nurse calls timeout, and all of a sudden the team gets right. And I'm not saying that he said something magical in that timeout that he couldn't say during a halftime, but... It's just the idea that, like, look, you don't want to let the lead go away. You don't want to like let the Knicks get up too big. You know, you want to make sure you have control of this game. And the Raptors had control of this game. I mean, even when they started poorly, their defense was still there. Although part of that is just the Knicks are really bad offensively. Um, but, yeah, the Raptors did just enough. And then the other part, I think, is just uh, in addition to Nick, you know, calling good timeouts, it's the fact that the Raptors have a deep roster. And we're finally starting to see it this year. I mean... Previous years, uh, you know, yeah, in previous years, you know, we've seen good benches off the Raptors. You know, that's nothing new. But um, yeah, I mean, this year's bench, it's, it's it's deep. It's deep. I mean, they got off to a slow start to the start of the season. I think obviously DeLon Wright and uh, Fred Van Vliet not being in the lineup consistently uh, hurt them. But now they're back. They're able to split the floor. And uh, the results are right there. I mean, Fred gets four assists off the bench. DeLon gets three assists. The two of them um, combined to score uh, 19 points. I mean, like, that's. That's the kind of stuff that, look, you might overlook it. It's not that big of a deal to get 19 points and seven combined assists. But I thought the way they divided the floor was great. The way they picked up the energy of the game was great. And, um, yeah, the Raptors bench is starting to come back together. Today their energy was really the main reason the Raptors got going today. Um, they needed to find a spark. OG, I think, was that spark tonight. He finished with 16 points and 7 of 10 shooting with a three-pointer. Um, I thought OG's, you know, his finishing this year has been really improved, I think, uh He's showing more patience. He's, uh, you know, confident enough to take extra dribbles in the paint uh, before gathering himself a finishing. Uh, Play today where Enos Cantor rotates. Uh, OG's kind of stuck, but then OG takes two dribbles, goes around Cantor, and then finishes in a reverse. Um, you know, another two plays where OG's, you know, running a transition. He, f- you know, settles himself, finishes, draws a contact. Him doing a post up, drawing a contact, and also a foul against the rookie uh, Kevin Knox. Kind of just overpowering him there. And, and, you know, OG's probably about similar in age to Knox, but just much stronger than him at this point. And, uh, yeah, even added in a little baseline crossover jumper against, um, you know, Hazonia kind of froze him with the crossover and then pulled up along the baseline. So, great start by OG. I thought OG really sparked the Raptors. And from then on, it was just, you know, the Raptors starters locked in on defense for about five to eight minutes, I would say, in the third quarter there. That's all they really needed to do. Got some easy buckets that way. Danny Green getting a steal uh, and then going the other way for a three. thought that was big. Serge Ibaka found his rhythm a little bit from the mid-range. He was decent tonight. Twelve points, eight rebounds, you know, like, a classic surge line, really. But uh, I thought in the third quarter there he was really solid. Um, and then yeah, you know, Kyle g- comes up with a couple plays in the third quarter, and that's basically it. They put the Knicks away, and it's you know you cruise until the end. You get Lorenzo Brown some minutes. You get <laughs> Greg Monroe some minutes. You know, like it was that kind of game for the Raptors. Um, one other guy that I really wanted to highlight before I move to the Stars is Pascal Siakam, who just continues continues to be impressive i mean 23 points a night on six of seven shooting from the field that includes three triples which is obviously pure gravy because we know that pascal is not necessarily a great shooter but he also puts in nine assists uh you know and again that that, that type of efficiency is just crazy i think his energy first off was uh just an easy way for the raptors to get buckets as it always is him getting putbacks him running on transition him you know getting early you know, post position and then getting fouled when he's yeah, got a small on him while the Raptors are on the bonus like these are just easy points that Pascal's gonna be able to score and he's gonna get probably five six points a game doing that and then you add to the fact that you know he has that skill set now where he can you know attack off the dribble he can score the Raptors are uh, also encouraging that by running him you know plays like you get Kyle Lowry setting screens for Pascal Siakam and basically what is a reverse pick and roll where the power forward is handling the ball and the point guard is sending the screen and um you know, Pascal was able to score on that today. The Knicks completely got scrambled. That play really works well because, you know, once Kyle screens and then he moves, like, he's such a good shooter that, like, you know, defenses are always going to key in on the fact that Kyle's shooting. And then, you know, either they're surrounding a mismatch or, in this case, you know, the Knicks are bad at defense and Pascal gets an open lane and he drives right to the rim and he dunks it. So, um, you know, good job by Pascal, I thought, overall. I mean, the threes are, again, pure gravy just because, uh, teams are going to continue leaving them open regardless of what happens i mean you saw tonight like the the knicks like many other teams made a concerted effort to double off surge double off pascal and they're going to focus in on Kawhi, who was limited to only 12 points on 207 shooting from the field uh you know he made up for it with some free throws but really just wasn't able to get it going um and a lot of that was because the knicks kept aggressively hounding him and you know when the one the defense does that to you like you need your second and third guys to step up and I thought um, all season really Pascal and Serge have been great in that regard it's also not you know a coincidence that when Kawhi's not in the game when he's you know had like I think four games off this season to arrest and very small injuries um, you know Pascal and Serge have both stepped up in those games and it's kind of the same deal here right when defenses focuses in on uh, Kawhi Pascal's able to get loose Serge is able to get loose and the Raptors are scoring that way and I think What's important about that is that it creates this sort of uh, versatility. You know, like you offensive versatility is something the Raptors have not had in years past because they have two main guys who can score, Kyle and DeRozan. And then, you know, the rest is kind of just iffy. You know, JV can score, but can he defend enough? You know what I mean? Like, But now, like, the Raptors have different emphasis of points of scoring. They have so many front court scorers now, so they can really play inside out, play different styles. Uh, you know, their three ball really hasn't gotten going um you know, at a prolific rate all season, but they don't have to look for that. They've, they've gotten a lot of efficient, um, you know, restricted area uh, shots, and they're able to dominate inside. And the Raptors today, 53% shooting overall, um, you know, it's a testament to that. So, good job by Siakam. Uh, I think he deserves a number one start tonight. I mean, Pascal's phenomenal. I'm about to write a column on Pascal, um, you know, that's coming out next week. So, look for that on the score. But, uh, you know, I got a chance basically to talk to Pascal. I practice uh, on Friday, and you know, we we talked about a spin move. We talked about sort of the development in this game. You know, sort of the the, the role that Kyle Lowry's played in sort of his growth, and and uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good one. So look for that. Um, but yeah, Pascal first start tonight really helps the narrative. Uh, when you want to write about a hot player, you hope he stays hot. He very hot today. Twenty three points on seven shots is just unheard of. Um, And then it's your second start. I'm going to give it to OG. I thought he was great off the bench. Again, like I mentioned, delivering that spark, you know, picking up the team when basically, uh, you know, no one was really that into it. Uh, I thought OG was great in that regard. And also, it's just, again, I mean, I mentioned this a couple times, but it's just great to see his athleticism fully back. Um, You could tell that his finishing inside the paint, he's so much more confident about going up because he could take off, you know, just standing and dunk two feet, no problem, or two, two hands, no problem, like, it's nice. It's nice to see that for sure from him. And then your third start, I'm going to give it to JV, who, again, I mean, the point of a front court scoring, man. 19 points, 10 rebounds, uh, 10 free throw attempts, um, you know, 6 of 8 shooting from the field in only 20 minutes and 47 seconds. Him versus Enos Kanter. I think he thoroughly won that Enos Kanter matchup today. Uh, JV was a plus 18. Kanter was a minus 21. Kanter was 15 points on 5 of 14 shooting. JV was, you know, super efficient off the bench in limited minutes, which is really impressive, by the way, that JV's continued to do that all year. Um, you know, the offense is running a lot more through him. He is the featured player on the bench. He is going to get the ball. He's going to facilitate dribble handoffs, just like last year. He's going to get the ball in pick and roll, just like last year. And he's going to get the ball in the post as well. And uh, I think it's just it's a great way to use JV because you want to make sure he's up against the right matchups in today. You know, with Cantor coming off the bench, it wasn't even about who starts. It's really about who matches up against Cantor, because that's really the Knicks' best interior score, and the Raptors were able to do that with JV off the bench. I thought that was a good move by Nick Nurse to do that, and uh, JV thoroughly dominated Cantor. I mean, it was basically a battle of 1990s basketball with just two big men posting up each other over and over again, and I think JV, you know, soundly came up with the upper hand tonight. So that's your three stars in terms of your Gerald Henderson award. Uh, I mean, I want to give it to Tim Hardaway Jr. just because I respect him so much for putting up this basically a Mike James season of just, like, only shooting the basketball and not caring to do anything else. And today he had 27 points and an 11-17 shooting. He was really killing the Raptors for a bit. But, uh, you know, I, I he, was, he was fine. I didn't really think too much of him um, otherwise from the shooting. He, he had a lot of tough shots. So I'm actually going to go with... Uh, Damian Dotson, yeah, yeah. 11 points, 4 rebounds and assists, 5 of 15 shooting. I'm not worried about the offense by him. I'm more impressed by the fact that defensively, you know, he held his own against Kawhi. Like I mentioned, you know, the, the Knicks sent a lot of double teams. Kawhi way, they were intent on not letting Kawhi get a shot off. And, um, you know, key to that is the fact that you have a guy who can stay on the ball and guard him. And I thought... Dotson for being he's either a rookie or he's basically playing in his first 80 some odd games because I saw him in the G League last year with like Westchester and he, he was just like he was nice but you know this is I thought he was just another guy like another Lorenzo Brown but I think Dotson defensively held up great and uh, you know credit to him I think on a bad team I'm more impressed if you play defense than if you can get garbage buckets so I'm giving it to Dotson but I guess Hardaway can get it too so that does it for the podcast again you can always read 10 things on Twitter um, you know, find it at uh, Willing underscore Ludes. Always the pin tweet after the game. You can also find it on the Score app. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I'll be back to recap the next one.
1: Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year, automatically, dollar for dollar, with no limit on how much you can earn. Extra cash? Come on, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing when you realize all the places where Discover is accepted. of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Your Xfinity Home Security System can't walk the dog, but it can tell you what he does while you're not around. And it can't stop your kids from sneaking out either. But it can let you choose what real-time security alerts you receive. So you're always in control. No matter what you're doing around the house, Xfinity Home can help with a new way to customize your home security. And it was named the best professionally installed home security system by CNET. Click, call 1-800-XFINITY or demo in your local Xfinity store today. Xfinity Home. Simple, easy, awesome. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas.